But good for Hideki. You know, he deserves it. And it's a monumental achievement for him and the country of Japan and continue to sort of grow that game in that particular uh, community is, is fantastic. And yeah, he put a few pounds. I won't tell him you said that though, okay, Ryan? <laughs> Hey there, welcome into the Making Birdies podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Burr. We've been red hot as of late. Hope you're on the Daniel Berger pick from last week, where both the big ticket and I both had Berger inside the top 10. Ticket had it was a top 10 performance. I had a top five cashes in on both. Hope you are along for that ride. This week, we head to our second major championship. It is the PGA Championship, the Ocean Course on Kiowa Island. This event was played there back in 2012, and it was Rory McIlroy, an eight-shot victory. McIlroy in dominating fashion. We'll get to the picks, break down this year's PGA Championship in just a minute. But first, DraftKings has brought their expertise to legal sports betting. It's a legitimate sports book based right here in the U.S., so you can rest assured that your funds are totally secure. This week, 100-to-1 odds on Bryson DeChambeau, recording at least one birdie this weekend. That's turned $1 into 100 free credits if Bryson has a birdie this weekend. Head to the app right now. Check out all that we have to offer, including player props, live betting, and so much more. If a sports book is not yet available in your state, don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app. They're offering a shot at $1 million for the top prize for this week's PGA Championship. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BIRDIES, that's B-U-R-R-D-I-E-S, when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users have a shot at turning $1 into $100 in free bets if Bryson DeChambeau sinks one birdie this weekend. Enter the code BIRDIES, B-U-R-R-D-I-E-S, when you sign up to get into all the action only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus paid out in four 25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Once again, we are in the second major of the year, the PGA Championship, gorgeous Kiowa Island, the ocean course. And missing this week's Making Birdies podcast is the big ticket, Justin Ray with good cause. Congratulations to the big ticket on the little ticket, Jack Ray, as indeed big ticket has had his first child uh, having a beautiful son this week. So congratulations to him and we'll catch him down the road. And we welcome in our four-time winner on the PGA Tour, Nota Begay III. He has made his way to the ocean course at Kiowa Island. Uh, Nota, thanks as always for joining us on the Making Birdies podcast. Certainly, I know you're uh, right alongside me congratulating the big ticket on the birth of the little ticket and look forward to having him back soon. Well, RB, I can't really let you all be the only one to congratulate my guy, big ticket, to welcome in the little ticket. Um, and I just want to send out my best to him. And I know he's hoping we all cash a ticket this week uh, with our picks. And we've been doing some great stuff over the last couple of weeks. And let's just keep it rolling. Absolutely. Uh, give me an idea of what you have seen so far at Kiowa. Well, it's every every bit of what we've looked, we've anticipated with regard to this venue. It's long, oh, 7,800 plus yards. Uh, the wind is expected to sort of be in that 15 to 25 miles per hour per day. No wind, no rain in the forecast. 
um, and the wind is going to shift direction. So it's going to present a number of different challenges for players. And I think it's really going to play very fair because with the, without the wind or the rain in the projection, uh, it really allows the setup committee to get the golf course exactly where they want, which really bodes well for the championship. Playing over 7,800 yards uh, on paper anyways. It will play as the longest major championship ever. It is a Pete Dye design. Uh, we know over the years, certainly some players play Pete Dye better than others. We'll see if that uh, influences any of Noda's picks. Let's kind of get into to some of the names. Only one guy, Noda, will have a chance to uh, win all the majors this year. That would be Hideki Matsuyama, who, of course, won the, the Masters in the green jacket. Your thoughts on Hideki coming back to uh, to win two two in a row? Well, I think it's just, I mean, obviously, for, for obvious reasons, it's hard to, to win back-to-back major championships. But, you know, he went on a big tour through Japan and came back last week, knocked a little bit of the rust off in Dallas. So, so showing some good signs. I wouldn't necessarily... Look to see him maybe catapult himself right into contention, but uh, certainly wouldn't shy away from someone like Hideki as a, as a top 10 pick for sure. Rory McIlroy, Noda, uh, one going away at the PGA Championship on this golf course 2012. Uh, you could make the argument that was the absolute height of all of Rory's powers. He did everything that week, blowing out the field. McIlroy back. Fresh off his win at Quail a couple of weeks ago. How do you like McElroy? Well, it's, uh, again, that's a player that I'm going to sort of shy away from simply because I'm still not a believer that he's driving it as well as we think he's driving. He only hit 19 fairways at Quail Hollow a couple of weeks ago in Charlotte. So I'm going to need to see a little bit more out of him in terms of where he's at with the swing modifications that he's trying to implement in the swing, trying to see a little bit straighter, maybe a little bit left to right ball flight off the tee, which is something that he's never really done in his career. And it always kind of gives me a little bit of angst when players go against their, their swing DNA, so to speak. But, uh, and on top of that, you know, we know that Rory historically has played well and, and feels comfortable on soft, uh, wet golf courses. And that's what we found here at Kiowa in 2012. That's not going to be the case this week. It's going to be a little firmer, uh, especially along the edges of these fairways and balls that would normally stay in the fairway are now going to find the rough in some of the native areas uh, as well as the sandy area. So a little bit more scrambling going to be required, um, which is why I think, uh, you know, Rory isn't going to factor as strongly as he did in 2012. I do not have McElroy on any of my cards as well. Nota, uh, very hot putter at Quail. Traditionally, uh, McElroy, kind of a streaky putter. Don't think he can do it two events in a row. How about the big man, Bryson DeChambeau? Can he bring this super long golf course to its knees? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it just depends how how we think he's going to go about it. He's going to try and overpower it like he did at Wingfoot, which proved to be a really successful formula for him. Uh, winning his first major championship uh, at the U.S. Open there? Uh, or is he going to try and play more of a finesse game? That worked really well for him. Better placement uh, like he did at the Players' Championship. He did get in contention there on a golf course that requires a lot of tactical decisions, which I think really factor well into how he computes information and makes his decisions. So um, this is not that kind of golf course. Uh, a lot of winds, a lot of gusts, a lot of uh, unpredictable elements, which I think are going to challenge Bryce a little too much. Yeah, DeChambeau also not on any of my cards. I just think the mad scientist likes everything to be known, to be calculated. We see him at Augusta without the green readings book. It, 
screen reading book. It's been a problem. The wind here, it gusts out of so many different directions. I think that will play with the the game plan of Bryson where he's so calculated and stuff to calculate when you never really know where the wind's coming from. DeChambeau, not on my board. Brooks Kepka, uh, he he had become a major killer, a dominator, the big bully. How do you think about Brooks this week? Well, I'm a big proponent. You know, I stay away from the hot dealer at the blackjack table and I stay away from the player that is has too many uncertainties uh, surrounding him. Brooks could very well come out and win this week. Uh, but just what I saw at the Masters and him not even able to be able to get down and, and read putts properly uh, is a big concern of mine. Still too many question marks around the condition of the knee, how much practice has he been able to put in. Um, and this is a golf course that is just really going to require all the facets of your game to be pretty sharp. Uh, and I just don't think he's had enough reps to be able to do that. Yeah, he's going to have to show it to me before I put money on him and and. He just hasn't done that yet because he he hasn't been healthy. Uh, Jordan Spieth has done it. Uh, he's won this year. He's been in contention this year. He seems to have gotten completely out of that hole that he was in for so long. And how do you feel about Jordo this week, the golden child? Well, he's the only player in the field that can complete the career grand slam and, and join an elite field of golfers. He's also pretty much the only player of the players we've mentioned thus far that is really trending in the right direction. He's the guy that just uh, put together his, his first win in quite some time since 2017 um, at the Valero Texas Open. Uh, hit a lot of great shots. Uh, didn't drive it as, as well. Uh, I know that is he would have liked, so that's still something we need to look for in terms of whether or not Jordan can factor this week. He's going to have to certainly drive it just a little bit better. And he does have that magic, Noda, where if it is super windy and the ball's going all over the place, uh, he has been Houdini more than once in his career, seems to be able to get up and down from everywhere. And that magic uh, might be required this week for that player to ultimately hold the Wanamaker Trophy. Another player that seems to be getting a lot of attention, Will Zalatoris from Wake Forest. Uh, he's been so consistent this year. Noda was there to the end at the Masters. What do you think about Will? I think it's hard for a player that young and that inexperienced to do something like that in back-to-back -back major championships. I I think the Masters is, is a different animal. Every single one of these players, uh, you included, uh, have watched the Masters for decades. And so you know how to play the holes. You've seen the holes played time and time again. And so I think for young players, that's the one That's the one major that they sort of are most familiar with. Uh, Will's never been around this place. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just kind of hard to come out here as a first-timer in the sense of expectation and and – wondering whether he can actually do this again get in contention i think it's just going to be a little bit to overcome so he's fallen down my board just a bit uh still a strong play possibly for those and you know for those that want to put in the top 20 or top 10 not a ton of value there but um certainly um not going to be one of my picks okay uh certainly this week DraftKings is the place to be head to DraftKings for all your bets at the pga championship use the promo code birdies b-u-r-r-d-i-e-s for a great play once again that is only over at DraftKings. uh nota we've had some success this year making birdies podcast with our long shots how about you this week got a long shot for me well i guess the longest shots because i was surprised to see the value that was assigned uh to to this person as lee westwood uh, he's the guy that's I think um, has found a little bit of something over this last week um, after a little bit of a layoff. And I think he's going to come in here and just ball strike the heck out of it. 
Uh, he is at plus 335 to top 20, and I just think that's tremendous value for a player of that caliber. For me, uh, I could kind of going back and forth between Bubba Watson and Ian Poulter, and ultimately I'm going to ride Poults this week as my long shot, Noda. Uh, finished third at this event in 2012 on this golf course and just seems to be, Noda, a Pete Dye kind of guy that Poulter plays his best golf on Pete and Alice Dye designs. Certainly this week, I think Poulter is a very strong play uh, as my long shot this week. How about the guy you're fading this week, Nota? John Rahm. Uh, he's a player that just, I've looked over statistics and people think I'm probably crazy because he does have a high number of top 10 finishes this year and he's statistically strong still. And I agree from T to green, but it's just the putting he's been able, unable to convert uh, a lot of looks in that sort of 10 to 15 uh, foot zone, which is where a lot of your birdie opportunities come from. Uh, a year ago, he was right around 30% in that 10 to 15 foot area. And uh, now he's like closer to 20%. So it's just, um, it takes more parts of your game to rise up to support a player when they're not able to capitalize and convert a lot of those looks. Now he's still been able to top 10, but obviously yeah. we haven't seen him in the winter circle for quite some time. And I don't think this is the week we're going to see it either. Yeah. He is one of the favorites this week. There'll be a lot of people that will be on John Rom. Notice says fade the Rominator. Uh, the guy I'm fading, uh, no surprise here, but it is the master's champ Hideki Matsuyama, the victory tour just, uh, uh, too long, too many stops. He had to quarantine for two weeks when he got back to Japan. Uh, Hideki's put on a few pounds on the uh, Masters Victory Tour, Nota. And for all those reasons, to come back and, and have very little reps before you play your second major championship uh, and everything that comes with winning the Masters, we know that that has been a, a doorstop for a lot of guys. You win the Masters, it sometimes takes a year before you kind of get back to your old self just because winning the Masters uh, is such a big deal. But for those reasons, the Dexter Hideki, uh, not on my list this week. I'm fading Hideki Matsuyama. But good, but good for, but good for Hideki. You know, he deserves it. And it's a monumental achievement for him and the country of Japan. And, um, uh, just to sort of continue to sort of grow that game in that particular, uh, community is, is fantastic. And yeah, he put a few pounds. I won't tell him you said that though. Okay. Right. <laughs> No, I uh, I would appreciate if you didn't, but uh, certainly it is a great story. And uh, winning the Masters for the country of Japan was was marvelous. How about a top 20 play this week? Who do you have? Uh, Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer coming oh. in just outside of Lee Westwood at the plus 350 figure and uh, nice flat ball flight. Uh, hits a lot of fairways and just very, manages game his game very, very efficiently. I really think he's going to work his way around this golf course in, in a very suitable fashion has uh, demonstrated some fairly consistent performance over the last four or five starts. Um, and I just really think that's a nice solid play in that top 20. Note up my best bet in my top 20 are rolled into one. That's right. My best bet is Keegan Bradley to finish inside the top 20. Uh, Keegan played masterful at this event um, back in 20. Uh, 2012 had it. He was one of the few guys that had a chance to track down Rory. Of course, Rory blew everyone away ultimately, but finished third did Keegan Bradley back in 2012. And I'll tell you what, Noda, if you look at strokes gain T to green from January 1st on, so we're talking 2021, Keegan Bradley has been one of the absolute best. 
You talked about uh, you can Texas wedge it here. See a lot of guys using the putter instead of a wedge. That that one of the things that could favor Keegan, but I like Keegan Bradley. I love his ball striking this week. I love the way he's driving the golf ball. My best bet and top 20 rolled into one. Keegan Bradley this week at the PGA Championship. How about a top 10, Noda? Sam Burns. Wow. He's uh, been you, yeah, yeah, he's been he's been great. You know, you go all the way back to the Genesis Invitational. He, takes, um, he had the lead going into the third round, shot a nice sub-70 final round, 69, but just got beat by Max Homa, who went out and shot 66 on that last day. Took it kind of hard, missed the next three cuts after that. Um, but then has rounded right back into form coming up with his first win in, in his PJ tour career a couple weeks ago at the Valspar championship. Um, and then following that right up with a second place finish last week with a very, very good chance to win again. And I just think that the, the one thing where he's weak, he's not great around the greens, um, but he's, but he puts it great. Mm-hmm. And I think that the past Palum, Provides a very favorable life for anybody that's ever played on it. Past Palom, Zoysia, around the greens is just very easy to pitch off of. And I think that's going to sort of work in his favor and allow him to utilize it. it and sort of like like you, you talked about, Ryan, with with Keegan, the, the way the course is set up, it it's sort of it's going to hide players like that and, and their deficiencies around the green. Uh, Keegan is not great around the greens. Neither is Sam. I think they're going to get away with that this week, and their ball ball striking is going to be to elevate them just a bit, which is why Sam is my top ten pick this week. Yeah, we think a lot back at uh, Martin Keimer when he won at Pinehurst. Uh, I don't think he used a wedge the whole week. He putted from everywhere that week, and that does seem to be available uh, to players at the Ocean Course this week. As far as a top ten for me, every metric noted that I like uh, at the Ocean Course points to Victor Hovland. Uh, a par five scoring. We know the par fives will be the one spot you have to score. Hovland is one of the best in par five scoring. Strokes gain T to green. Hovland, one of the best. So I've cashed in Hovland before this year in a top five variety. I'll go back and I will cash in on Hovland again with a top 10 at the PGA Championship. Uh, Victor Hovland, top 10 for me at the PGA Championship. How about a top five, Nota? Xander Shoffley, no question in my mind. You bet, you bet Xander Shoffley in the top five over the last couple of years in majors. You, you've made a lot of money. And there's nothing really telling me that he's dropped off that much. It's just a matter of expectation. Playing a little bit better in the final round when he does get in contention in majors. He uh, shot his worst round of uh, the week in the final round uh, at the U.S. Open at Wingfoot at the Masters this past um, couple, uh, few weeks ago. And and sort of that's what took him out of contention. I just think he's he's ripe, he's ready uh, to win that first major championship, but certainly finish in the top five. Yeah, top five for me. I'm bouncing around Cam Smith, Brian Harmon, Cam Smith, Brian Harmon. Ultimately, I'll ride Cam Smith as my top five pick. I absolutely love his short game, Nota. It's as good as anyone. Uh, I know he came through for me big time at the Masters. Uh, so I, I don't want to, to, to ride him too much this year, but I'll take Cam Smith at both majors now. I think I think this guy's on the verge, man. I, he cashed for me at the Masters, and I'm hoping he's going to cash for me at the PGA Championship. Cam Smith for a top five, top five performance, Nota. So you're, you're of the school. If it isn't broken, don't fix it. You got Cam Smith again. You've got Victor <laughs> Hovland 
again. Um, I'd like to mix it up a little bit, give some variety yeah. here. But you know what? You're making solid bets and you're cashing tickets, and that's what this game is all about. Yeah, no, I like to buy cars and boats, so <laughs> I'm not real interested in, in changing it up. I'm interested in winners, and that's what we do at Making Birdies. We give you winners. So uh, I'm Cam Smith for a top five. That brings us to our winner, Noda. Uh, this is going to be real interesting. A winner here is going to pay out because it, it really is a, a undefined uh, betting board right now. Who do you have uh, holding up the Wanamaker Trophy? Well, I'll, I'll tell you who, again, just kind of it's fallen down my board just a little, but I think should take some a little bit of consideration is Dustin Johnson. He's world-ranked number one. He's from mm -hmm. the, the state of South Carolina. He's going to have a lot of local support. It's just a matter of him finding his driver. And I've really been struggling with trying to find the right driver. He's gone through a couple different versions of the newer models and just really hasn't been able to find something that he can – he likes to swing left, aim down the left side, hit a little baby cut back into the center of the fairway. If he can't swing left, he starts aiming left. And when he starts aiming left, he gets the rest of his body out of sync, which I think is what we've seen um, in sort of the, 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 the lukewarm finishes over the past uh, few starts. But uh, he is a guy to keep your eye on. But again, I'm going back to I let the cat out of the bag earlier. My producer told me not to do it, but I still did it anyway. <laughs> Because I'm a defiant kind of guy. I'm going, I'm sticking with speed. Career Grand Slam. A career Grand Slam. See, we didn't even bring that up. But yes, he is the only player this week that can complete the career Grand Slam. Roy McElroy had a chance at the Masters, was unable to do it. See if speed has that winning recipe to join a very, very select group of players to complete the career grand slam and win all four major championships. Yeah. No mention of Justin Thomas from you this week. Noda, that was a surprise for me. I, I figured Thomas would be on your board, but I know show well, he hurt you. my feelings. He hurt my feelings at Wells Fargo. I just okay. really, I, I was all over JT. He was hitting it. Well played great at Valspar and then just came in and just threw an absolute dud. Um, I, I don't think he took his putter cover off at <laughs> Um, well, so I think he actually putted with the putter cover on all week because <laughs> he hit it so much better than what he scored. But um, uh, it's scary. Like I said, you can't pick them all. So yeah, yeah, I'm going kind of with what I feel. And, and, you know, if JT burns me, I'll be extra doubly mad at him after that. Right. My winner, uh, in no surprise, I'm going with the hot gun. It won me money a week ago. I'm going Daniel <laughs> Berger to get his first major championship. This is not from the heart. This is from the brain. When I look at the metrics, I look at the ball striking metrics. Note the one thing about a course this long playing over 7,800 yards. All three of the four par threes are over 200 yards. Iron play from over 200 yards is a very, very important strokes gain category. Uh, I love Berger from over 200 yards with the irons. Uh, it seems to me like Berger is just getting better and better and better. The only thing he hasn't done is obviously cash in in a major championship. I will have money on Daniel Berger to do just that this week, Noda, and that is win the PGA Championship at the Ocean Course. Uh, grew up and played in Florida. Berger knows how to play in the wind. He's played well at the Honda before. Not many events have wind like the Honda does. Very similar on the Atlantic Ocean to the Ocean Course at Kiowa. So Daniel Berger is my pick ultimately uh, to win the PGA Championship this week. Uh, Noda, certainly a lot of a, a lot of great numbers out there to 
to come away with. Uh, your Westwood pick was your best bet. That's Lee Westwood, the top 20. Uh, my best bet was actually also in the top 20 variety. That's with Keegan Bradley. But I think we both like our guys to win. You with Spieth and myself with Berger. I agree. Uh, those are some solid picks. And um, we're all going off of what we feel are the best um, metrics to sort of define and clarify why we pick these guys. And I, I stand by what Spieth has been doing. He's been just been subtly getting better. T3 at the Masters and um, just really has factored in quite a few tournaments over the past two months. Um, took a long break off, knocked off the rust last week. And I think he's ready to come here and get right back in, in the mix. And Noda will be on Golf Channel's live from coverage uh, starting at noon again on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday leading up to the PGA Championship. I'm on my way to the Ocean Course where I'll be uh, checking in with Noda on CBS this week uh, for the PGA Championship. So you'll be able to check both Noda and I out on television. But as always, follow along on Twitter and all social media accounts at Making Birdies, B-U-R-R-D-I-E-S. You can follow us, of course, watch the show on YouTube, or you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, social media, at Making Birdies, as once again, Nota Begay and I telling you who to look for here in the second major championship of the year. Once again, congratulations to the big ticket, Justin Ray, on the birth of his first son, Jack. We wish him the best and uh, look forward to catching up with him down the road. For Nota Begay, I'm Ryan Burr. We'll see you once again at Making Birdies.